Welcome to a D4 one-shot. Before we get started, this is Brian. I'm going to be the DM for the night. And I'm Hudson, and I'll be playing Cookie, James Cookie Burns, Barbarian Halfling Extraordinaire. Now, before we get started, we need to talk about something very important today. Very important. It's called National Waffle Iron Day. That's right. Today, June 29th, is National Waffle Iron Day, and we just wanted to bring awareness to all the waffle irons out there. In particular, the ones that are sitting there in the Goodwill just waiting for a home. Or the ones that are sitting at homes and nobody's cleaning them. They use them once and they sit them aside and they don't clean them. They're disgusting. They're going to get rusty. Lots of thing. Yes, it is. Oh. Well, I guess you should clean your waffle irons. I understand it's a bit of work, but it'll be well worth it. Go to your local Goodwill store and adopt the waffle iron today. Now our adventure begins. The adventure begins with a halfling barbarian cook named Cookie. He had recently won a cooking contest and had a lot of success, gained a little bit of fame as well. He had so much fun that he decided to go to another town to do another cooking contest. But along the way, he's had to stop in this town that he's arriving at right now called Jasper. Jasper is an old town, but it's a booming town. This town sits right square in the middle of the map that everybody knows. It's a central location and all major cities have roads going to Jasper and through Jasper. So the economy is booming, trade is booming, merchants are booming, but that also means that thieves, criminals, and smugglers are booming. A lot of people call the place a puppet master town because the town's actually named after a beholder named Jasper. The black and red beholder has control of the city, both the fair trade and the illegal trade. But again, our barbarian halfling cook named Cookie is arriving in, at night quite tired, in a carriage, on a seemingly normal night. Cookie, you're in this carriage. You've been in it for a few days now. You are dying to get out, and you arrive at this town. You know that the reputation of this town is a thieves' town. It's run by a crooked beholder. Most of the towns are made of wood, and the roads are just a bunch of crushed-up stone. Well, golly gee, Mr. DM, I'm just thinking that most houses and most roads are made up just the way you just said, out of wood and crushed-up stone. Batters is mud. How did you know my name's DM? I've never told you my name before. I thought that was all everybody's voice in their head. Why are you calling me a narrator? I'm just the navigator of this carriage. We're almost here. You can get out of this carriage. I know it's been a few days and it gets a little stuffy in there, but we got you here. Well, thank you, partner. I'll be on my way. So the carriage rider that happens to be named DM brings you to part of the town that looks... Okay, they all look like bad parts of the town. But he brings you up to a place called the Lawful Waffle House. So you get dropped off. This building is one of the only nice looking buildings that you see. And it's made of wood, but it's got whitewash on it. And the sign itself up top is a big old circle waffle. And there's a holy symbol in the middle of it. What's the holy symbol of? Give me a religion check. How does a six strike you? <laughs> A six strikes me fine, but it doesn't strike your brain very well. You are not sure exactly what the symbol is. It looks like some type of rune with light rays coming off of it. Well, that's exciting. All right, I guess I'll go in, look around for a barkeep, tavern man, I don't know. There's nobody in there except for the host and hostess at the moment, and they are fairly younger looking dwarves. Or one's a male and one's a female. They definitely look like they could be related. A man walks up to you and says, Ah, uh, welcome, welcome. 
glad to be here. I'm just looking for some room and board until the next carriage comes through to take me on to uh, the next town. Excellent, excellent. I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Cello, and this is my sister named Funa. Cello and Funa. God. That's right. She's nice. actually the older one, but... Nice to meet you. These two are very well dressed. They're very nice. And they say, well, you've come to the right spot. So let me get you a room for the night. And I tell you what, we make the best breakfast in town. My dad is renowned for his breakfasts. Says... Did you just say breakfast this is? Yes, breakfast this is. Ah, very well. Do you know what we serve? <laughs> I'm going to guess you're going to serve chicken and waffles. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do serve chicken and waffles. Yes, it's very good. Very good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And he gets a lamp and holds it up to your face a little bit. I think I recognize you. That seems doubtful. I mean, I may have won a couple cooking competitions, but I... Ah, that's you. You are the one who won the cooking competition. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose. And, and your uh, name's Cookie. Yes. Do you by any chance have any fresh baked cookies on you? Or semi-fresh? No, I, I didn't make any cookies. I, I do got some, um, some treats. They're Scotcheroos, I don't know. I just I just made that name up. I got a treat. Why, would you like one? <laughs> oh, sure. I'm always up for a treat. And then he pats on his big belly. I hand him and Fedola? Funa. Funa. I hand him and Fiona one. They both say thank you very much. As you say that, uh, you see out the window, there's some kind of greasy looking human running down the road. And you see all of a sudden he stops, like completely stops, like not with ice, but freezes in time. And then you see about five or six goblins totally jump him and just beat the heck out of him. Then a bunch of them leave and there's one left and there's some shackles on the human's hands. And he no longer is carrying what it looked like he was running away with. Well, if I didn't know better, that man was trying to steal from goblins and just got jacked. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's a lot of that going on in this place, yes. That was the gobby guard. There are the guards around here. The gobby guard, <laughs> all right. Yes, that's right, the gobby guards. You guys are real big on that automatopoeia stuff, aren't you? On a monopoeia, um, well, we do have a restroom right about back, if that's what you're asking for. No, you like to use, like, Waffle Waffle and Gobby God. <laughs> it makes life a little bit fun, doesn't it? It makes it something, that's for sure. Is your nickname the Cookie Crusher by chance? No, I... Well, maybe it should be. It no, has a nice ring to it. I'm not really known for crushed cookies. I'm known for baking cookies. Yeah, it's, I suppose. I suppose. I also make a really mean stew. Everybody loves a good half one stew. Ooh, hmm. Maybe tomorrow night, if you're going to stay for a few nights, maybe you can help us in the kitchen and uh, make a stew up for everybody. that bring in business, and I think everybody would really appreciate it. Well, I'm sure they all appreciate it. Well, I was kind of hoping to get going, but we'll see what the day brings. All right, all right. I hear you, I hear you. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you've heard, but um, there is a uh, cake-eating contest going on later on tonight at a bar. Cake eating contest. That sounds like a recipe for some um, dinosaur column later, if you know what I mean. I have no interest in it, I suppose, but um, I gotta keep this belly down. He pats his belly again. But I just thought I'd let you know, just in case you were interested. I mean, he looks at your belly for a second. <laughs> you know, in case you're interested. I mean... Oh, sorry, sorry, and then he looks away. 
I can tell you to do a hundred push-ups and a hundred sit-ups and never, never use your AC or your heater, but you know, I'm not gonna lie to you like that. I'm just here to make some cookies and I don't know. I'll go check it out. Nothing else going on tonight, I suppose, and the carriage isn't coming through for a while yet. The door pops open and there's a little green goblin. And he has patchwork armor on and a pike. And he says, hey, are you uh, making waffles tonight? And the dwarf says, oh, no, no, we don't do that in the evenings. He's like, ah, ah, whatever. I guess I'm going to go get some cake here in about an hour or so. I mean, you ever heard of breakfast for dinner? Should be making waffles 24-7. Kind of pirate. Well, yeah, my, my dad needs some rest, though. You know, he's got the magic fingers for all of this. I knew a man that had magic fingers. He liked making pancakes, though. He was with me when I won that cooking competition. He was part of my team. Oh, I did hear about him. He was like a pancake warlock. Yeah, his name was Jack Mulaney. <laughs> well, hopefully he comes through here. Almost everybody comes through Jasper. Well, I don't know. We'll see, I suppose. Can I get that room, though, so I can get settled down before all this craziness is clearly going to go down? Yes, yes, and uh, he gives you a room for the night, and you pay him what he needs, and you're good to go. I think I'll go take a short rest upstairs and go down to this cake-eating contest. The little goblin says, it's at the Greenhouse Tavern, by the way. Greenhouse Tavern, let me guess, outside of its blue. How did you know? Nothing ever goes by the right names these days. Wait a minute. I want to join the contest. Are you going to join the contest? I mean, maybe. Definitely going to check it out. Ah! And he leaves and you hear him say under his breath, ah, I shouldn't have told him. <laughs> He's out the door. Not like Goblin's ever going to out-eat a half-lane any day soon. <laughs> the dwarves laugh. They say, by the way, my father will make waffles in the morning and you go have yourself a fun time tonight and you have a nice breakfast here and you will feel much better after you're done eating. Much better. Best waffles in town. Best waffles in the world, really. And, um, yeah, they'll just make you feel better. They'll make me feel better. So I'm a little curious to see how that works, but all right. I go upstairs, and I take a short rest, and then I go check out the uh, greenhouse cake-eating contest. On your way to the greenhouse tavern, it's a little bit of a walk, and you are seeing all sorts of people in every corner of this town doing all sorts of shady things. You see money secretly being exchanged for goods, services, and anything you can think of. You're getting a lot of eyeballs staring at you, especially for walking alone. You see a lot of people are in pairs. But one thing that does stand out to you, and you already kind of knew this anyways, but Jasper's super diverse. You're seeing dragonkin, lion people, you're seeing lizard folk, anything and everything you're seeing in this town. But you do see loads and loads of goblins running around and stopping the crime. And what well, your perception? I got a 13. A couple of times now, you've seen people freeze, just like that person did before. And then as you keep walking, you're noticing when these goblins go arrest somebody or tell somebody to stop, they pull out a wand. And you've seen people freeze a few times. Sometimes you've seen people get confused and give everything back with no problem. And then one time you even saw somebody get lifted up in the air, and then it's the same thing. One goblin seems to run some type of wand and the other goblins just jumped the person in trouble. Well, maybe they should not be messing with these goblins. A little goblin walks up to you. Hey, get out of my way! Uh, all right. Hey, wait a minute, where are you from? And he points a pike at you. 
I just came in town, drafting through, helping to go to the greenhouse cake eating contest. I'm close. Uh, yeah, you are. You're really close. You're just two blocks that way, and you're good. All right, start walking that way. Roll your perception again. I believe that's a seven. All right, you don't really notice uh, what I was maybe going to tell you, so. <laughs> All right, so you walk up towards this greenhouse tavern, and it's blue. The sign above the tavern door is a silhouette of a goblin head, and it is super loud. There's saloon-style doors to walk in. Well, you know, you gotta do the saloon thing when you walk into a saloon. Gotta go right through the middle of both doors, proudly stand there like you own the world, and look around and see if the bar music stops. <laughs> you push open those doors, and you stop, and you look proud. Roll your intimidation. Oh, golly gee, that's actually good. Either way, it's going to be a 17. Ooh. So you do walk in and a bunch of people stop. All these goblins are like, ah! Good evening, all. I hear this cake-eating contest. And all at once, a bunch of them at the same time go, cake! And then they get back to drinking and playing cards and hanging on the chandelier. One's messing with a pistol over in the corner. <laughs> All these goblins must be descendants of Gizmo the way they're acting. You're also seeing a bunch of other people in here, okay? So there is a lot and a lot of goblins, and you're seeing a lot and a lot of other people as well. You see rangers, wizards, and merchant owners, blacksmiths. It's pretty crowded. Right. And they all start singing a bar song. One you've heard many times before. Does it happen to be the champion's light or some silly nonsense like that? <laughs> it does not. No. All right. I'm going to go walk around um, once caking contest. 20 minutes. All right. What type of cake you serving for this contest? Chocolate cake. Oh, that seems really like what kind of frosting? Are you using like a whipped frosting? Are you using a, a butter frosting? What are you, a buttercream frosting? What are you using there? Some goblin turns over to you and says, It doesn't matter! It's cake! Cake is delicious! Well, maybe I have particular taste about my cake and I don't accept the highest quality cake and I don't know that you're delivering that. <laughs> more and more people start walking away from you and all of a sudden there's no one around you in about a three foot bubble. Well, I didn't realize cake was such low standards here in this town. Roll perception again. That too would be a 17. 17? Okay, you see a chalkboard, and on it it says cake eating contest, and it has the time. And it says winner gets free ale and dessert all night long. And it says sponsored by Echo's Bakery. And there is a drawing of what you know is a Kenku with bluish feathers with some black feather stripes in it. Well, that explains the name Echo, I suppose. I don't know that I've ever met a Kenku that was good to cook. I suppose I'll have to try some. But free desserts and beer sounds like a recipe for a bellyache. <laughs> you see all sorts of drunken people with their guts starting to show through their shirts because they've been drinking and partying way too much tonight. And they're like, give me cake! I can't wait for this cake contest! I think I got them beat. Somebody turns and goes, I think we're going to have to stop at the Laffa Waffle House tomorrow morning. Pretty sure. Seems like quite the rack. Come here, you get sick, throw up all night, and then you go over to the waffle waffle and get all the chicken and waffles you can stand up, recover from that hangover and sugar crash at the same time. A portly human turns to you and he's got a big scar across his face and one eye that's missing and he says, Yep. 
Alright. How do you sign for the cake eating contest? Bartender. I'm posing on over to the bartender. The bartender is this human lady, and she looks like she does not want to be here anymore. Uh, yes, what can I do for you? And a beer glass flies right by her head, and a goblin screams and laughs and giggles. Yep, definitely the children of Gizmo here. I'm wondering how does one sign up for that cake eating contest. I would like to uh, show these goblins up. Right here, right here. Uh, give me one silver and... Sure. I'll get your name down. What's your name? My name is James Cookie Burns. James Cookie Burns. All right, got you down, James Cookie Burns. All Good right. luck on eating a lot of cake tonight. Is there anything else better to do in this town? Every place is going to be like this right now. This one just has a lot of goblins. So, do they all have cake eating contests? No, no, it's Echo's Bakery's a new place, so they're trying to get the word out. You ever met a Kenku? They're bizarre. I can't say that I have. I heard a few rumors. I mean, everything comes through this town, but there's a few of them that we see, but boy, they are. They are some bizarre people. I hear they just uh, mimic everything they hear. Yeah, they kind of do. It's unique. And then a goblin turns his face right into yours, and he's just laughing hysterically, drunk out of his mind. And then the female bartender says, Well, I think those Kenku are probably smarter than these little fellas. And he just keeps laughing and falls over drunk. <laughs> I have a feeling that's a pretty little bar. <laughs> hey, roll perception again. Oh, that's an 18. You notice that some of these goblins, the ones that look like they're maybe part of the, the gobby guard, have these little silver badges on them that are the silhouette of a goblin head, but in the center of it is one giant eye. That's curious. I didn't think goblin worship grew much. Um, well, the, I mean, these goblins work for the town, and you know who the town's named after, right? Uh, I'm guessing Jasper. You know who Jasper is? No, not really. All right, well, let's just say uh, don't say anything bad about him, or it might be the last thing you ever say. I don't know anything bad to say about him. Alright, that's good. Keep it that way, okay? Sure. The bar somehow gets louder and louder and louder. They start bringing out all this cake. They try to get these goblins organized. And, well, all the people that are playing in this contest. So they get you lined up. Yep. They're giving everybody a big old mug of ale and a big old cake. And they're going to try to eat the cake. And then when they get done, they're going to put another cake in front of them. And they're going to eat the cake. And so on and so on and so on. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Go ahead and roll a constitution for the first round. I'll take an 18. Ooh, all right. Okay. There are some goblins trying to get through the cake. And then there's some adventurers and whoever else trying to get through the cake. But you survive round one. You get through the first cake. They bring out a second cake. And you're really good right now. So, let's roll again. I'll take a 19 this time. <laughs> Alright. You're just kind of chilling and you're eating pretty quick, but you're looking pretty good. There are people eating in the contest and they stop and go... And some of them throw up. And then they keep trying to eat, but once you throw up, you gotta get kicked out. So they aren't in the contest anymore. And there's others that are still eating, though. There's no halflings in this contest, by the way. You're the only one. A lot of goblins, and you're down to a few dwarves, maybe, and some other kind of burly types. All right, round three. Try thing, yeah. Oh, that's not so good. That's a 10. 
you start to really feel your stomach getting tight, not feeling very great. A bunch of people drop out, and there's a goblin right next to you that you swear his stomach's tripled in size in the last 20 minutes. And he goes, hey, this isn't fair. There can't be a halfling in this contest. What, what, what do you mean? It can't be fair that there's a halfling in this contest. You all eat all the time. It's like cheating. Maybe you should eat more. I eat lots of red meat and chicken. You guys eat cake every day. Well, that's not entirely true. I usually eat cookies and stew every day. Lots of cookies? What's that? The same thing? Cookies? Cake? No, no, they're not exactly the same. One's considered on leaven. All right, you barely survived this round. Roll again. Another round of cake going out. That will be a 17. All right, you're seeing bodies fall off bar stools, and it is down to you, the mouthy little goblin that just talked to you, and a half-orc. And everybody stops, and you all three stare at each other because you know it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, and the goblin gets right up to your face and goes, Let's go, bub! Usually those are like fighting words, but I think you're talking about cake, so I'll let it slide this time. And I puke all over him with all the natural one. <laughs> <laughs> he just finishes his last bite of cake on that, and you're like, he just zipped through that cake. And he's like, hey, buddy, look at this. And he puke all over him, <laughs> even in his mouth as he's talking. And he's like, <laughs> and he starts throwing up. And then the half fork was so full, he couldn't finish his cake. He's about ready to throw up, and he sees you two throwing up, so he starts throwing up. And everyone's like, oh, oh, gross, oh, disgusting, oh. And everybody clears about 10 feet away from you all. This entire bar is just completely packed to the walls right now. Everybody trying to avoid the puke. And then after about 10 seconds, they all forget what's really happened. And they all get back to doing what they were doing before. And they even totally forget about the contest. But they do announce the one goblin a winner. But he's nowhere to be seen anymore because he ran out crying because he swallowed some of your puke. <laughs> well, I, I, pardon, I really, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I guess he's gone. Oh man, that's a little embarrassing there. There's goblins that are like, hey, hey, you get out of here. You, you're, you're done for the night. A bunch of goblins starting to come up to you. They're not happy about it. Get out, get out. Well, I mean, maybe if you made your cake a little last dance, this fun been a problem. I apologize, though. I'll be out of my way. <laughs> As you say that, a chunk of cake falls off your face and lands on the ground. <laughs> All right, so you go back to the Lawful Waffle House? Yeah, I'll go back to the Lawful Waffle House. All right, you stumble a little bit. You're going very slow. And you are getting a little nervous because you do feel like something's brushing against your pockets nonstop on the way there. And you look around and... Boy, you just don't see anything, but well, you feel like people are watching you or people are pickpocketing you. So far, you keep checking your pockets and everything's okay. But you just don't have the greatest feeling for all of this. And you are, again, seeing lots of people out and about doing mischievous and wrong things in the early, early, early parts of the morning at this point. I got back to the waffle waffle and stumble up all the stairs because one does not simply glide upstairs at 3 a.m. And I flop down on the bed and take a nice, long rest. Roll a con check to see how you feel in the morning. This is gives poison. Roll a one again. Roll a one. No, I rolled an 18. An 18. Okay. All right. 
So you get up, and it looks like a lovely day outside. Oh, your stomach hurts. Your stomach really hurts. You drank a bit, but you don't really feel too bad there. Oh, your stomach is so full. I'll go downstairs and go have some more fried cake called a waffle with some fried chicken. All right, you walk down the steps and you notice that there's a bunch of people standing around and looking concerned and kind of like, what in the world's going on? Go ahead and roll your perception. Well, I'll be a seven. <laughs> you see it for a second and you're like, whatever, I'm going to sit down. So you sit down at a table and you're waiting there. And then somebody comes up to you and says, um, there's been a little bit of a problem um, I don't know if we're going to serve waffles today or like, you know, the waffles today. A bunch of people are going, yeah, a bunch of bull honky. I can't believe this. This is terrible. I'll just take the fried chicken if that's all the same to you. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that'll be fine. I'll just put down fried chicken. Got it. Fried chicken. Well, maybe I got a crazy concept here. Maybe a country fried steak with some uh, country gravy and then, you know, maybe some mashed potatoes. Thank you. <laughs> As you're sitting there, you're peeking around, and you are seeing a lot of people don't seem very happy, which probably wouldn't surprise you for this town, I guess. But you're seeing a lot of concern on the staff members. You are seeing concern on the brother and sister. And one of them goes towards the back. They open up the door to the kitchen, and the door doesn't shut all the way. You kind of happen to be sitting by it. And you see an older dwarf who looks like maybe their father. They all have the same colored brown hair and the same style of braiding and stuff in their hair and beards. And the door's cracked. And he's saying, I can't believe it. Somebody stole it. I can't believe it. This has been in our family for generations. It's an heirloom. I need answers now. And the son comes popping out and goes outside in a hurry. Well, that's a recipe for disaster. Did I get my fried chicken? <laughs> and this guy says, somebody stole it. I can't believe somebody would steal this. This is absolutely absurd. I'll go back to the kitchen I do apologize for the intrusion here. I can't uh, overhear that something was stolen. Maybe this is uh, holding up your chicken operation right now. The dwarf turns to you. He's definitely old, but he looks like he has a lot of wealth behind him. He's got very nice jewelry, very nice clothing. And he says, excuse me, halfling, um, it's, I don't care about the chicken. I care about the waffles, okay? Who is this man? Well, my name is James Cookie Burns. And uh, I came really came down for chicken and waffles. And I understand the waffles aren't up to par today. And so I ordered the chicken and I ain't got my chicken. So I'm a little concerned about that. Wait a minute. Did you just say cookie? Well, yes. And the daughter says, yes, father, this is cookie. The one who just won the contest a few towns over. It was for making stew, though. Just to be clear, I didn't make cookies for that one. Oh, well, no, no, no. I, I apologize. Uh, it's so nice to meet you, cookie. I would love to make you my special waffles, but unfortunately, my waffle iron got stolen today. Well, that's most unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it is quite unfortunate. It's not a normal waffle iron. It's a magical waffle iron. It has very nice magical healing properties for the ma waffles made from it, which is kind of what helps everybody get about their business every morning around here. That certainly does explain a lot. Why, why haven't you reported this to the Gobby Guards? And as you say that, the son pops through the door, Cello, with a gobby guard. And he goes, ah, what, what, what? And he goes, no, somebody stole our waffle iron. And he's like, your what? The waffle iron. The thing they use to make waffles, man. Don't you know how to cook? 
You brought me in here because somebody stole a waffle iron. Well, it was a magic. I did not. They did. Well, yeah, yes, it is a, it's a family heirloom. It's been on our family for generations and generations. We need this waffle iron back. It's a special one. And the goblin says, yeah, sure, we'll get right on it. Uh, let me write that down um, in my head. Got it. All right, waffle iron. Well, yeah, we'll take a look. See you later. Hey, and he yeah. leaves. What, what, what? I, they failed to mention that the family heirloom had some magical properties to it, which makes it substantially more valuable. Oh, like how much is this thing really worth? Well, I wouldn't know, but usually magic items set, you know, several thousand as opposed to, you know, a few coppers. Roll your insight. <laughs> I do believe that's a four. <laughs> hey, I only rolled a one, so... <laughs> He's like, oh, so if I were, I mean, my friends and I were to get a hold of it, or somebody would get a hold of it, it'd be worth a lot of money? I feel like you're thinking about stealing it from the crooks instead of returning it to a strife owner. What? I would never do that. No way. So I feel like you would encourage your friends to keep it instead of returning it to a strife owner. Nope, never. Would never do that. Nope. Do I believe him? Heck no, you don't believe him. I, don't make me go fetch the waffle iron for this poor man. Well, I got other things to do. Like, and then he points out the window, and there's somebody robbing a carriage at the moment. And he's like, "Hold on, I see. I got, I got a lot of stuff to worry about right now. I'll be right back. No, I won't be right back. We'll see you later." And he jumps through the window, and you see a bunch of goblins totally tackle the person trying to rob the carriage. I think that's my carriage. <laughs> All right. Oh yes, that guy's named DM who right, who navigates that carriage. Yes. So, yeah. um, what you just said? Um, can you help another cookout? Maybe. You want me to go look for the the waffle iron? Yes, I would absolutely love it if you'd uh, look for the waffle iron for me. Yes. So, I mean, I will pay you uh, handsomely. And he holds up his hands, and there's lots of rings on them. Like uh, he wants to show you, he's got lots of money. That's just wonderful. Now, who's the man that steal your waffle iron or woman or person of... What do they look like? Oh, we have no idea. We came down this morning and it was gone, so... Um, All right. Here, here come, come to the area and take a look. By the way, my name's Annette, by the way. A- Annette. Annette. A-, a mint? Annette. Annette. <laughs> yes, and you've met my daughter Funa and my son Cello, right? I feel like there's a joke in these names I'm not getting here. Oh, there's no joke in my name! Annette Funicello! There really is a joke here. <laughs> and I ain't getting it, so I'm gonna move on for a minute. Listen, <laughs> were all the doors locked? Yes, yes. Uh, go ahead, take a look around. Take a look around. This is where they This is where they took it, yes. Alright, I go look uh, around for like where they broke in. Was there, you know, muddy footprints or something? I have not I have not really seen anything. I gotta go take care of this crowd. The, the crowd's getting a little crazy. So Anent and Funa and Cello go to the <laughs> dapper area to try to calm everybody down. I, I really appreciate the fact you're laughing at your own joke. <laughs> I would like to go look around. I'm looking for muddy footprints. I bust the door. Sign of forced entry. Roll investigation. Well, I ain't gonna go well. That would be four. Hmm. I think this investigation stuff sounds a lot better in the books I read. 
but uh, I don't think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking around and you're not seeing a whole lot. And then one of the people walks up to you that's in the kitchen and says, are you Cookie? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm a little famous, but yeah, that's my name. This is a young human, short cropped blonde hair, and he says, you're taking a look at this area? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Investigate, investigate the scene of the crime? Like, yeah. Look for- He's like, these are weird, and he points down at some scrapes along the floor. He's like, so the waffle iron's always kept here, and there are three scrapes here. Just kind of like three lines. The waffle iron had three legs, huh? (laughs) No, the waffle iron didn't walk. No, no. It's just a regular old waffle iron. No, no, no. Like, did it stand on, like, three little, like, little pig-like things? Like, if you were to drag it, would it? Yeah, no, no. These These are much wider. These are much wider than that. Oh, okay. And they're like, hey, we need you back in the kitchen. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I gotta go. Roll investigation again. Because now you see that there are some scrape marks on the ground. Well, that's an exciting nine. Okay, so you do see that there are three scrape marks, and not too far from it are three scrape marks as well. So there's six scrape marks that look to be in a form together, like right by each other, right in front of this iron waffle location. All right, I would like to follow these scrape marks to their end. You're looking around, and you are seeing that there is dust that's moved around, so you are starting to see some tracks. Give me one more investigation roll. Can you hear the cat? And there's a little cat walking around <laughs> named Foo-Foo Princess. It's Princess Dustball Floofinator, third of her name, but I got a uh, 15 this time. So you're looking around. The scrape marks seem a little weird. And you are seeing some disturbed dust, and you do see a short black feather as well that's kind of in the area. Curious. Only if I knew of any kind of kinku or other avian type creature with black feathers in the local area, it's the kinkus. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you relook at the scrapes, you're thinking maybe it's the feet of kinkus. You're thinking maybe they have the talons and they happen to scrape the floor a little bit. Like they were maybe carrying something heavy and they're dragging their feet. All right. I would like to try to track this kinku through the kitchen and then maybe out a back door. Okay, you are looking around. Can I use survival for tracking? Yes, you can. Well, lucky there. That's a 23. Nice. So you're looking and you don't see any type of kinku prints aside from the ones that are right directly there. So when you're looking around, you're mostly seeing what almost look to be like human or dwarven footprints. So you're kind of confused. It's almost like someone's trying to set up the GameCube. Hmm. The game's afoot, Watson. <laughs> that cook comes back out and says, did you call me? Is your name Watson? Yeah. I mean, that's what you just said, right? Do you have a friend named Sherlock, perhaps? Yes, I do. Well, that's just right down right peculiar. Can you tell the future? Do you have psychic abilities? No. Although, Watson, how do people feel about the Kinku? Kinku? Are those those bird people? Yeah, Echo's Bakery. Well, Echo's Bakery's fairly new. I don't really know much about Echo's Bakery, but I don't Uh, know. Bird people kind of freak me out a little bit. Sure, sure. Is Echo's Bakery, like, pushing anybody out of business? I have no clue, honestly. I mean, I hear it's good. They had some cake-eating contests last night, but man, I didn't want to go to the Green Tavern. Have you ever been around a bunch of drunk goblins? Yeah, it was a downright hilarious experience. You were there? Yeah. Oh! Did you enter the contest? I did. That was some mighty tasty cake. I don't... 
quite understand. Is there another bakery in town? Mm, I don't think there is. All right. Is there anybody that's dissatisfied with the Kinku moving in? Was there somebody else that was doing a comp- eating competition, like a hot dog eating competition at the greenhouse? Uh, let me think. And you hear a dice roll in his head. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of people that do not like those Kenku, and they like throw stuff at them and things like that. Echo is one I've seen, but I saw another one. Oh, where did I see him? You can't miss him. He wears reddish-type robes and has a few golden feathers on the top of his head. So think of a giant crow man with some yellow feathers on his head and a red robe. Will do. Uh, Anybody in particular that dislikes this kinku or just... Well, there's the Devil's Night Patrol. They're a bunch of tieflings that walk around. They don't seem to like anybody, you know? Hmm. They are very scary. You can't miss them either. They're a bunch of red tieflings. And they didn't like these kinku. They don't like anybody. Well, I mean, I'm looking for somebody that just really does does not like the kinku. Like, maybe go out of the way to target them a little bit. I mean, I haven't totally noticed that, but, you know, a lot of people aren't very nice around here to begin with, so I try to stay in the kitchen and then just go home and stay at home. I mean, my experience has been everybody's been plenty friendly. Now, well, uh, that's because you've mostly been in the Waffle Waffle House, right? I'm I mean, guessing. I went to the greenhouse. They were friendly there? I mean, they weren't mean to me. Oh, that's good. All right. I'm going to uh, go inquire about this um, King Q with the golden feathers on top of his head and maybe uh, Echo. Have a good day. You too there, Watson. <laughs> Thank you. What was your name again? Oh, you're Cookie. Oh, I'm Cookie. Can I have your autograph? No. <laughs> you sure? I, I, I need to get going and... Don't get all excited about celebrities and stuff. Like, it doesn't matter much. No, no, it'd be so cool. Like, write, write cookie on my wrist, and then I'll tattoo it. And I'll have a cookie tattoo for the rest of my life. That sounds like an awesome idea. So, I think you need to go find an adult supervisor to tell you that's a dumb idea. <laughs> In the meantime, I am going to go look for these kinku. You have a good day. See you later. And with that, I'm going to crack me a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> And go look for us some King Q. All right. You start walking around town just kind of looking? I mean, I'll ask when I, you know, when people aren't getting mugged by the goblin patrol. Um, go ahead and roll investigation. Well, that's 12. Okay, you are walking around, walking around. I mean, you're seeing every type of person you've ever seen in your life. At the moment, you're not quite seeing any Kenku. I'll go, go check out uh, Echo's Bakery. Okay. You go to Echo's Bakery and it's kind of across town, almost the opposite corner of the un- un- almost the opposite corner of Lawful Waffles. God, I can't say that. What's it called? Lawful Waffle House. Bam! There we go. It's like kitty corner of the Lawful Waffle House. Kitty corner here. You mean the opposite corner of the Lawful Waffle House, closer to Cross Town. Correct. Correct. And you walk in and you hear bells. And there is a Kenku behind the counter, and this place looks pretty nice. There's all these super fancy desserts, macaroons and pastries all over the place. There's cake. Roll a con check. 16. Oh, nice. You don't feel like throwing up right now. Salutations. Uh, My name's James Cookie Burns, and uh, I'm just looking around right now. Are you the... Are you Echo? Echo! Echo! And his body shakes and the arms flap and the head jolts side to side and the eyes don't ever seem to be looking in the same spot. 
Uh, Alright, I'm gonna go with that. So yes, I'm looking- Yes, yes! I'm looking for the other King Q, the one with the feathers on top. They're golden. Golden? Golden? A couple other people come in to kind of like look around. Like from outside the store. Yep. They just look like normal citizens. Hello, Echo. And he goes, hello, hello. I can see he's super talkative. I'm going to get a lot of information out of him. I would like to just look to see if there's a way into the back from here. Uh, there would be. You'd have to go through the counter. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go outside. Okay. Go walk around to the back of the building and see if there's a door there. Um, yes, there is. I'll open the door and walk inside. You try to open the door and it's locked. And I'll open the door and walk inside. Roll your perception. Perception? Yep. Well, I won't very good. That one will be all eleven. You're starting to really mess with the door to just be like, forget this, I'm going to try to get in. And there is a group of goblin guard that go, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I, uh... Hello? I just... They go, did I... you freeze him yet? No. Listen, I have a query for you. Is there any kind of bounty on solving crimes in here? No. All right, so <laughs> is there any law against solving crimes here? We are the law. We solve the crimes. Well, let's just say that you elected not to investigate a crime and somebody decided to take it upon themselves to investigate the crime, like a vigilante of sorts. Is that against the law? They just look super confused. They're like, get out of here. Quit trying to break into Echoes. Echo? Oh, yes. Uh, that does remind me. I was looking for the other King Koo. He, the one with the feathers on top that are golden. Um, they're trying to think, and you hear little dice rattling in their heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know him. Yeah. What, what, where did you see him at? He's a bouncer. Uh, at which place? The greenhouse? No, what? the Bitcoin gambling house. Bitcoin gambling house? Yeah. All right. And does anybody in particular dislike either one of these two King Koo? Uh, I don't know. You know, go out of the way to target them and stuff. There's a lot of people that don't like the Kinku. They're freaky. Have you seen them? I think they eat goblins. I mean, I hear giants like to eat goblins. Giants or Johns? <laughs> giants. But oh, I giants. Suppose, yeah. I suppose Johns would too. Ugh, I gotta stay away from Johns. Yeah. Anyway, I was just curious if we had seen anything. Uh, I'm going well, to... Uh, Bitcoin gambling house is in the center of the town. Hey, excellent. Yeah, Way excellent. more lively tonight, though. Just saying. You know, I'm not really looking for a party right now. Another goblin walks over around the corner to meet up with his goblin buddies. And it's the one you threw up his, the one you threw up in his mouth. <laughs> Oh, I, part, part of me, uh, part of me, I feel so terribly sorry about that other night. His eyes go super wide, and he's scared, and then he goes, and he runs away and starts throwing up as he's running. I don't think your friend likes me much. I'm going to be going on my way before this escalates. I will go to the Bitcoin gambling house and look for the uh, kinky with the golden feathers on top. All right, you walk up to the front, and there is a dwarven bouncer. Ah, uh, what can I do for you? Hello, my name is James Cookie Burns, and I'm, I'm looking for a man. Well, I guess technically he would be a kinku. He has feathers on top that are golden. Oh, yeah, we know him. Yeah, what does he go by? Oh, uh, his name's Ken Kenku. Ken Kenku. Ken right. Kenku. You certainly do like your onopia in this town. Listen, um... <laughs> I'm just curious. Wait a minute, why are you asking? Well... Are you coming in to gamble? Or are you coming in here to bug me? 
I got I, work to do. I'm, I, well, I'm actually coming in to bugger the other man so that you can get more work done, get paid more. Oh, well, he's got the night shift. Oh, he's got the night shift. I didn't, you would think the dwarf would have the night shift given that you can see better in the dark. Hey, I don't want to be up at night. I'd rather sleep at night, so don't give anybody any ideas. Alright, I'll come back at night. Uh, in the meantime, do you know, um, is there anybody in particular that doesn't like either of these kinkus? Oh, I don't know. Everybody's kind of mean to each other around here anyways. I don't know. I thought everybody's been rather pleasant. Uh, <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, do the kinkus seem to have any problem with the, with the Waffle Waffle House? Who would have any problems with that? That place is amazing. You know, there's like magical properties in the waffles. How fun is that? I I have heard as much, and I, I've heard that there's been a change over there that's occurred recently that's maybe put a damper on that situation. I'm just trying to look into it a bit. Ah, uh, there's a big old dragonkin right behind you, brown scales. And then he taps on your shoulder and says, oh, Excuse me, I would like to get in there, please. Can you quit this conversation? Uh... Pardon me, you just go right around and just go on in? I do apologize. <laughs> he gladly pushes you off to the side very uh, forcefully. Uh, okay, maybe he's not nice. <laughs> and then he nods his head to the bouncer, and then he goes up to this counter and checks in his weapons, and then goes into the gambling house. And then you hear him go, All right, boys, time to win some money. Very well. Roll perception. That'd be 16. 16. You notice there is a Kenku playing cards in the gambling house. In all black, though. Not with the, like, gold head or gold feathers. Uh, hey, excuse me. Uh, which Kenku is that one? Well, you're asking a lot of questions here, my friend. I just protect this area, okay? These people are in this area. I don't feel like giving you information. I'm sorry. So, would you mind if I just went on in and asked him a couple questions? That's what I thought. I'll just go right on in and ask him a couple questions. It's a silver to get in here. I'll give him a silver. Check your weapons at the counter, and there's a big old orc at the counter. The only thing I got is a frying pan. Does that count as a weapon? Roll persuasion. <laughs> that would be an eight. <laughs> I rolled way lower. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> a frying pan. Go on in, and you get to keep your frying pan. All right. I go on in. This place is fairly booming for being quite early in the morning, and there are some rough-looking people in here. Really rough-looking people. And you're getting people staring at you, of course, but there are people playing a lot of card games, dice games, and boy, they are looking serious, and you're seeing some serious coin on tables, too, and serious drinks in people's hands. Right. I go to the king coup. Go up to the table? Yeah. Okay, there's five people surrounding them at the table. They're all playing cards. Uh, this king has got a hood, and the black hood is up, but you can tell that there's not really any golden feathers on the top. And he's not wearing a red robe either, so... Can I get in on this card game? There's an older gentleman that gets up and goes, You know what? Take my seat. These people have been killing me all morning. I'm pretty sure they're cheating. Especially that one with the feathers. And the Kenku goes, Mark! Does he win a lot? Somebody else says, yeah, he wins all the time. Can't beat this darn thing in cards. Well, maybe you should start playing dice against him. I'll sit down. All right. The Kenku's, you think, looking at you, but boy, these bird eyes just kind of, it's hard to tell what the heck they're looking at. And their eyes move all the time, constantly. And his <laughs> neck moves all the time. It's a little weird. 
All right. Huh? Which kink you are you, sir? Roll charisma. See what your first impressions are of this. I got a ten. You got a ten? It stays quiet. And uh, playing cards. My name is uh, James Cookie Burns, and uh, I'm here to play some cards, and you know, maybe swap some recipes. I like swapping recipes with people from strange lands. They have unique things. No, nothing. All right. Oh. Its head keeps moving super quick side to side, but it's not talking to you right now. All right. Who is actually dealing with the cards? There's a dealer there. Right. I will keep an eye on both the dealer and the King Q in particular. Make sure that everything's on the up and up. I don't see any funny business. Yeah, roll perception. All right. This is where I roll another natural one. By that, I mean a four for spell <laughs> six. Well, as far as you know, everything's okay. But there's this kind of greasy looking human that's the dealer and he's just chumming it up with the people playing cards. He's trying to convince them all to bet more and more. Like, oh, come on, you, oh, you can bet way more than that. What are you, what's or what? Come on. And some of them are betting in more, some of them are not. What is this, blackjack? It's something like blackjack, yeah. A little bit of a weird mixture of blackjack and poker somehow. As time goes on, the Kenku keeps winning and you're hearing people getting frustrated with the Kenku, and you're hearing people say, ah, stupid bird brain, and then it goes, ah! And they're kind of calling him names. Every time they call him a name, he squawks at them. Now listen here, unless you can prove that he's cheating or something, just keep your mouth quiet and play a better game. Another person gets up and leaves. Ah, I'm sick of this. He's got cards in his feathers, I swear. Then you hear, ah! So, uh, Mr. King Cube, it seems like your people aren't terribly well liked in this town. What keeps you, what's keeping you here? It points its giant index feather towards the pile of gold in front of him. Yeah, you like golden things? Anything in particular you like? Magic items or anything of that not sort? And it points to a couple of rings that are in the pile as well. And then gives you a feathery thumb up. Hmm. And at this moment, there's a group of people that come into the Bitcoin gambling house, mm-hmm. and they're all red-deviled ruffians. And they even have a creepy, hairless, devilish-looking dog with them on a leash. Well, that's just exciting. So, you come play gamble games all night. Were you here last night, my chance? Gives you a feathery thumb up. Can anybody validate you were here last night? Puts his hands out, so it's this big feathery wing spread out and points all around the Bitcoin gambling house. It's a lot of people. I need one person in particular to vouch for you. Roll your insight real quick. No lies for you, man. What are you thinking, <laughs> man? I got a 19. The Kenku's getting very angry towards you. He is not liking that you're asking him all these questions. Somebody else comes down and sits in the empty spot, and it's one of the devilish-looking tieflings. And they say, oh, hey, Ren Ten. Goes, how you doing, boys? Oh, look at that. We got Mr. Brandley Kinku. How you doing, Kinku or Kinku, whatever the heck you are? The Kinku does not look very happy and starts to put all of the coin into a sack. Looks like he's ready to get out of there. And the other devilish-looking misfits start coming over towards this one they just called Rintin. So, did they refer to the Kinku or the card dealer? They were talking to the Kinku. They called him Branley. Branley? Branley. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'll start packing up as well. Okay. 
And then one of the tieflings that comes over that kind of looks like the leader of them. You can just kind of tell, right? He's the one walking the dog too. The devil dog looking thing. And it's got really long greasy hair. The leader does. And he says, oh, what's the matter? We never seen a group of devils before? Seen plenty of devils before. However, you sir are just a tiefling or not much of it. I am going to be going on my way. I have my interests have wandered elsewhere and I need to follow them. Ah, chicken's gonna follow a chicken, I see. And he blows smoke in your face from his cigar. If you're looking for a fight, man, there's plenty of people there. There's that dog right there probably fight you all day. I got better things to do. They all start laughing. Oh, looking for a fight. Oh, so scared, so scared. If you ever want to fight, you come right over here. We'll be right here waiting for you, little guy. That's just it. I'd rather flip the cake. I'm going to go follow the Kenku. All right. Are you going to follow the Kenku secretly? I will certainly try, but I will not have a lot of success is my prediction. Roll your stealth. Yeah. I did get a 17, though. Ooh. So the Kenku is walking, but you're making a lot of ground and it is not really noticing you. And you get to a point where you can kind of cut him off and talk to him if you wanted to. No, I think I just want to see where he goes. Okay. Uh, He starts walking into a tavern called the Crying Banshee. I will follow him into the Crying Banshee. Okay, it looks like he just goes right over to a corner spot. Looks like the place knows him fairly well. They all greet him. Hey, Branley. And Branley apparently doesn't talk very much and goes and sits down in the corner. And they bring over a fairly big mug, like a very big one, like a wide mouth mug. And he starts pecking his beak into it to drink. (laughs) It's very awkward. I think you're awkward. Uh, I'm going to uh, just go sit down someplace where maybe I can keep an eye on him. Just mind my own business generally otherwise. Branley is just sitting there drinking, drinking, drinking. Gets a meal. Looks like a bunch of gross raw meat with some worms in it. (laughs) It gladly picks out the worms and lifts its neck up and gobbles the worms down. I suppose that's one way to get rid of your uh, wasteful uh, byproduct. And time's going by, and it is sitting there alone, drinking. Uh, It looks like it counts coin a little bit here and there, but he's trying to cover it up when he counts it so nobody sees how much he actually has. He looks like he's got quite a bit. Go ahead and roll stealth again. That would be a natural 20 for 22. Wow! (laughs) Halflings are sneaky. He doesn't seem to be noticing you at all, or, or he doesn't care, but you get the feeling that he's not even really noticing you. You're doing a pretty good job of always having somebody in the way of your vision to his. And when you're shorter, you can cut yourself off quite a bit easier. You've kind of mastered that skill, apparently. And it is a busy place. While you're sitting around, you're hearing people like talk about the cake eating contest. They talk about echoes. A lot of people really seem to like echoes. It's kind of a hot buzz around here. And then a lot of people are talking about they're so sick of having to deal with all the crime at night, all the different types of gangs that are around. You do hear the Devil's Night Patrol, and they talk about it's a group of devilish tieflings that go around and do whatever they want to do at night. Very well. I'm going to inquire a little bit. So, anybody got a grudge against the Lawful Waffle? People kind of laugh, and they're like, oh, no, it's the only safe place in town. Right. There's an Annette, so, there's Funa, and Cello. So, <laughs> all I can think of is uh, that accurate, like Annette Fucacello, but that's your joke. That's mighty dumb. <laughs> 
he can't even talk right now because he's got a mouthful of Pepsi and he can't, he can't swallow him. <laughs> there he goes. He's going to go spit it up. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so nobody would have anything against them. They wouldn't mess with them. Do they, you know, do you know if they lock their doors at night? Everybody locks their doors at night. I will tell you that much. Says some weird satyr in the corner. <laughs> Something peculiar went missing from the waffle waffle. Yeah, I heard they're not selling waffles anymore. That's a shame. Well, I will tell you the events are related. I was just curious. I did find some tracks that looked like a King Coos, but I'm not entirely convinced it was, in fact, King Coo that did this heinous act. The people that are listening to you all of a sudden all look over at Branley. Branley's pecking at his drink. <laughs> Listen, don't look. Everybody know that rule. All right. So I don't know that it was the Kinkus. I'm thinking so much trying to frame them, but I don't really have much else to go on. There's an ogre that's sitting at a table, and he says, All right, or I just go right over there and ask him. And he gets up. <laughs> this guy's twice your height. Wait, no, 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 you're a halfling. He's like five times your height. And he starts walking over, and Branley just goes on high alert. The neck just snaps into place, fully focused. I can't imagine this going well for that poor ogre. And the Kenku darts off. Well, that was most unexpected. And then the ogre turns to you and goes, oops. Yeah, oops. <laughs> Listen, man, you don't walk at the people when you're telling them. Does anybody in particular know if they got anything up against these uh, Kenku, like a grudge against these Kenku, like they're extra mad at them, would want them to perhaps take a fall for a crime? I mean, religious types don't like Kenku, and they don't really like tieflings, I suppose. There's, there's that, says some little gnome in the corner. Sure, but I don't see this place being a religious type. Except there was the religious symbol in the Waffle Waffle. Are either one of those groups allowed in there? Boy, I think they allow everybody. They've never turned down anybody. I'm not 100% sure, though. And then the gnome says, Tieflings do kind of make me a little scared myself. Well, maybe if you were a little taller, man. You wouldn't be so afraid of everything. Oh, he walks up to you and stands. You're about the same height. What? <laughs> Taller. Everybody's rude around here, and he walks out. No, I thought everybody's been rather pleasant to me, except for that dragonborn. I'm, I'm going to go back to the awful waffle, and I would like to go around to the back side of the building to inspect that region for perhaps some kinku tracks and uh, see if the door was, you know, busted or a window broken. You start walking back to the lawful waffle. And we go to, yep, go to the back side. Roll your perception. Yep, I got an out one, but I remember that oh. halflings are lucky and I get to re-roll up. Ooh. That would be a 15. Nice. Okay, you're walking back to the Lawful Waffle House, and after a little while, you notice that Branley has been stalking you. Listen, Branley, I would like to have a word with you, but I don't think you're much for the talking type. He starts going into an alley that's dark. It's kind of blocked by the sun. So it's darker, I should say, because it's still bright outside. I, I suppose I'll follow him. Okay. Fully expecting an ambush. You start walking through, and he pulls a blade and holds it up to your neck, and he says, What? So, I think someone's trying to frame you and or your friends for stealing something off the Lawful Waffle, and I'm just curious who's really just 
That was a strong distaste for you. Waffle Waffle? Uh, yeah, the Waffle Waffle. I saw some KQ tracks, but they didn't exactly go anywhere. No. No Waffle Waffle. Are you not allowed in? Yes. Like, yes, I'm correct. You're not allowed in. No. You are, in fact, allowed in to go inside and have the Waffle Waffle. Waffle Waffle! And he starts stepping back a little bit. No, no. That's not how this game is played. He stops again and says, what? Shake your head up and down for yes. Can you do that? Yes. Does he shake his head up and down? No. <laughs> do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yes. Would you like to go go get some chicken from the Waffle Waffle? No. Leave. Why don't you like the Waffle Waffle? No waffles. What do you mean, no waffles? No waffles. Did you take the waffle iron? Waffle iron. No. Insight. Okay. I'd be a 14. You're unsure. I saw some King Koo Jacks. Did one of your friends take it? No. I don't know if his speech- He starts running. Speech thing, or are you trying to avoid questions? I, I see you're avoiding questions. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna let him go for the time being. Roll perception. I got a nine this time. You sure a clunk on the ground when he takes off. I go check out the quarrel. You start walking forward, and you do see that there's a waffle iron sitting in the alley. Well, that's mighty curious. I'll pick it up. It attacks you! <laughs> it grows teeth and attacks you. Roll initiative. Well, that's just not nice. Well, that's a nine. Okay, so the waffle iron actually grows teeth and pops eyes out, and it attacks you, and a giant tongue comes wrapping around your arm. Go ahead and roll athletics. That would be a 24. Oh, somehow you get your arm away from that tongue and you are so incredibly confused that yeah, it appears to be that you're fighting a little waffle iron creature. It is your go. Well, for starters, I would like to rage. That will be my bonus action. Okay. This little waffle iron's like hopping and chomping at the same time and this giant tongue keeps whiplashing out. I think I'll just go normal rage at this time, and I will certainly strike out at this thing with my trusty fry pan. That would be a 25 to hit. That is a hit. And that'll do 14 points of damage. Ooh. So it jumps up at you with its big old teeth that came out of nowhere, and you... And it flings against the wall of the building next to it, hits the ground, pops its teeth back out, and starts hopping your way, chomping. And then I'll take my second attack at it. Okay. And that will be a 16 to hit. That is a hit. And that will be nine points of damage this time around. All right, this time you bunk it on top of the head and it keeps chomping at you. Wow, aren't you a stubborn one? All right, the tongue lashes out at you and it looks like it's trying to wrap around your leg or your arm and you avoid it again. And when you do this, you look up over in the corner. Branley's up on top of a smaller building and has got a bow at you. And Branley says, leave. You forgot your pet. Leave now. How about you give me that waffle iron? No waffle iron. No, you don't have it or no, you're not giving a bag. No have. All right, who has it? No. No, you don't know? No, no one has it. Yes. Well, that was an either-or question, so you should have answered it with one or the other, not a yes or no answer. No have. No, no have. Unknown. Unknown. Okay, that's an answer I can work with. How about you help me find who did it since they're trying to blame you? Okay, 
Do you want to take another swing at that little waffle iron? Because it's going to try to bite you again. <laughs> sure. I'll, okay. While I'll do that, I'll, I'll yeah, take, yep. smash it. Uh-huh. Um, 25 to hit that for um, nine points of damage. All right. And then so I'll, as you're talking to it, it kind of jumps up, and you just keep batting it down like... And it hits the ground, and it gets back up and tries to get you again. What'd you roll? I think this one's an 11, so I don't think that would be quite... Okay, that, that one you do miss. Yep, that one you do miss. But in the meantime, I think people are trying to blame you for stealing this waffle iron. If the news gets out that you and your stole that waffle iron, I think they'll be running you out of town mighty quick. Branley jumps down to the alleyway, puts the bow down, and starts walking towards you. And the waffle iron turns into a black sphere with some weird symbol on it. And Branley says, unknown, leave. And he picks up the sphere, puts it in his pouch. And then he says again, leave, unknown, unknown. And he starts backing up to leave. Not me. Leave town. What about the other one? He points to himself. Leave town. Bye. You're leaving. Bye. Mm. <laughs> I'll start heading back towards the uh, Waffle Waffle, and I'm going to be looking for broken doors and windows. All right, as you are walking back to the Waffle Waffle House, there's groups of goblins that come up to you. Hey, what's going on, buddy? I saw there was a little commotion back there. Oh, that was just a disagreement between me and uh, me and a Waffle Iron. Well, ooh, Waffle Iron. Did you find the magical Waffle Iron? No, no. It was just a normal waffle iron posing as a magical waffle iron. That doesn't make sense. Roll your perception. That'd be a 10. <laughs> There's groups of goblins on both sides of you right now walking along with you. You reach down at uh, your pouch that's on your left side because you're talking to the goblins on your right side. <laughs> and one of your pouches is gone. You know it was there a few seconds ago. Hey, listen, if you're going to try to rob your mind, at least do it, like, under the guise of the law or something of that nature. We are the law. Are you now? Who empowered you? They all start laughing and they run off. Hey, listen, if you ever come back this way, I might have to rob you back. <laughs> he, one of them takes out the wand, and he turns to him and he goes, should I do it? They go, nah, we got what we want. He's harmless. Look, he's got a frying pan. He can't hurt anybody. Doesn't even have a weapon. Doesn't even got a weapon. All right, I'm going to go man, check out the, uh, the Lawful Waffle. Again, looking for broken doors and windows on the outside of the building. All right, go ahead and roll an investigation. I don't know why I'm rolling two dice. <laughs> and dropping another one on the floor. You know, the best rolls always happen on the floor because you can't use them. That'd be a nine. <laughs> and my cat agrees with me that's a poor roll. Well, that cat's still at the Lawful Waffle House. You're looking around, and no, there really doesn't seem to be any other tracks. The windows all seem intact. Nothing broken. You don't really see any scrapes around the door frames or, like, the locks. So if everything's locked up at night, either they're real good thieves and didn't break in and enter. They just entered. Oh, somebody did it from the inside. (laughs) Watson comes out and says, oh, hey, Cookie. Who are you talking to? Do you talk to yourself a lot? Well, I talked to the narrator. Watson. How did you know our cat's named the narrator? Well, it just seems like a real trustful person that you could just talk to at any given time. Now, Watson, I do have a uh, query for you. I'm, now, do you, do you spend the night here? You said you go home at night, right? I do. I don't spend the night here, no. Does any of the staff spend the night here? Well, it meant... And Funa and Cello stay the so night Annette here. So Annette Cello stays the night here. That's what I'm hearing. Does anybody else besides them and the, the patrons? 
Um, no, 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 just them. Anybody ever crashed because, you know, they didn't feel safe going home, they worked a later shift or something of that nature? Oh yeah, sometimes people stay, I guess, if uh, they've had a long night, sometimes they let them stay. Nobody stayed last night. I was curious. Alright, um, anybody of, uh, note, besides myself, spend the night last night over here at, uh, at the Waffle Waffle? Hmm, not that I saw. I'm just the cook. I don't know. I didn't see anybody in particular. I mean, there's new faces every day in here. Sure, sure, I understand. Popular place, you'll have that a lot. Now, I also happen to notice that there was a religious-looking symbol in the middle of that lawful waffle. You know anything about that? Oh, yeah, that's the god of good fortune and harvest. God of good fortune and harvest. Oh, it's good to hear. Anybody in particular um, serving maligned gods in this town? Like a church of the misfortune, if you will. Uh, well, I mean, there's all sorts of things around town, you know? So, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. You haven't seen any dark line churches that were particular? Um, not now, that I've paid attention to. Now, I'm also curious. Are either the King Koo or the, you know, Tieflings, are they allowed in here? Uh, well, he kind of looks back and forth to, like, see if anybody's listening. And he walks up to you and he kind of whispers, like, Well, um, we kind of have to let everybody in here because... If we don't, the big guy in charge does stuff, you know, Mr. J. All right, all right. They call him the puppet master, you know. You know, he, not... he runs the town. Do they come in here? Do they frequent the establishment at all? Yeah, yeah, every, everybody comes in here. Everybody comes in here. All right. Were either of the Kinkus in here yesterday at all? I haven't seen a Kinku in here, uh, Kenku in here for a while, no. What about the, the Tieflings? Oh, yeah, they come in, uh, yeah, they come in every other night or so, yeah. Yeah. So were they in here last night? Mm, I believe they were. Yeah, yeah, I think they were. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because the night before, uh, that dog, have you seen that devil dog? Oh. Yeah, that thing's a bit ugly. That thing is creepy. How late were they here last night? Did they go home or did they spend the night after you locked everything up? Yeah, I don't know. I went home. I, I think at least the guy and his dog were still around. Very well. Do you mind letting me back in the kitchen? Yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Oh, go in the and kitchen. And Annette comes over and he says, Oh, hello, hello, have you have you found anything? I think I'm getting closer. I, I just kind of wanted to look. So, do you know much about tracking? Oh, I haven't done any hunting in a long time. You know, I've stuck to uh, baked goods and breakfasts, you know? I mean, that sounds like an excellent life decision myself. I, but I'm just curious. I've just noticed that these tracks here to be, appear to be that of a kinku, except they appear to be artificial, as in they were made to draw attention to that. That seems a little weird. Right. And then they don't really seem to lead anywhere. Or all your perception again. That would be a 18. Hmm. Uh, you see a little bit of sweat coming down his face. So it looks like maybe the, the King Q maybe stole something. But I'm wondering if it wasn't somebody else. And I understand that the, um, the devil people don't really seem to be... Uh, they want to say they're devils, but the tieflings was here last night, and they don't seem to have the most up reputation with the kinku. Ugh, nobody, nobody really likes those kinku or those devils. Right, but the kinku haven't been here in a while, and the devil people have been. I'm just curious, why would you favor one over the other? Ugh, I don't favor either. They're, they're, ugh, no, nuh-uh, mm-mm. Hmm. It well, looks so like I've got a crowd. I, I've got to get going. 
and sure. he goes back into no, no, no. What? Just a, well, one I, more, I, 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 one more question, though. Um, the, somebody said that the church in town earlier said that the church doesn't really seem to like either the King Q's or the Tieflings, and suddenly you don't have a waffle iron trying to blame the King Q's, huh? I happen to notice that you had the symbol of the God of Good Fortune on your sign there. What you, do you? Uh, you know, maybe you're just may, maybe. I'm just curious. Do you ever like frequent any place that maybe you owed somebody a debt? I make so much money, I don't owe anybody debt. Uh, p- pardon me, Cookie, I-, I have to get going. And he goes, he does go back into the restaurant area this time around. Yes. Hey, Watson, the owner of your store, does he ever go to the uh, casino place that you have in town? Uh, the big coin? Yeah, the big coin. Does he ever frequent that? Um, not that I know of, no. I don't think they gamble at all. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Now, would the puppeteer have any reason to that? alleviate your owner. His eyes get big. He says, don't say that. Would he have any reason to alleviate your owner from his waffle iron maker? Nobody knows what Jasper wants. I mean, whatever he gets, he gets. I don't know. I, I gotta go back to cook. I, I can't get involved in this stuff. I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. A lot of loose ends and threads here. As you say that, another cook says, wait, were you guys just talking about a kenku? I, yes. Yeah, the Ken Kenku was just in here. You don't say. Yeah. Oh, that's so bizarre. So, so bizarre. So bizarre. So bizarre. There was an ogre here the other day. Have you seen that walking around? That's crazy. That does seem a bit odd. What did he order, by chance? Cake. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he knows a better establishment for that. It was a lot of cake. He ordered cake from here. Yeah. Hasn't anyone showed you? And you walk over and they show you all the nice desserts and stuff laying about the dessert bar. It's a bunch of pastries and cakes. Well, that's curious. Now, you make cakes, and so you would be in direct competition with Echoes. I suppose so. Echoes isn't going to do anything to our business. Our business is massive. Everybody comes here. Everybody. So, did you used to sponsor a cake eating competition anyplace? Just curious. I think Annette and Funa and Cello have sponsored things here and there, especially a club, like a pet club, maybe like something about mice, mice club, Mickey mice clubs, something. I don't know. You said there was a Mickey Mouse club here and they were sponsoring that. (laughs) No, no. Mickey mice club. You're saying a plural, like there's multiple mice. Well, yeah. Like there's a bunch of members in the club. They all sing and dance and they all say their names. (laughs) Uh, Oh, makes my head hurt, but did, did they have like a kick eating contest there that you could enter? Hmm, I don't remember. Also, uh, these cakes, I'm just curious, are they chocolate by chance? That the, the Kinku, Kinkuku bought? That, well, the ogre is the one who bought all the cakes the other day. I thought you said the Kinku bought the cakes. No, it was the ogre, he bought a bunch of them. Oh. No, 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 Ken Kinku was in here earlier, yeah, like he did, just left not too long ago. And what did he buy? He got waffles. Left and just said, work! I guess I know where he's going. I'll go speak to him. <laughs> Have a good day. Uh, it's not been a good day. All right, so where you go? I'm going back to the big door <laughs> to go. Hey, guess what? There's a kinku there at the door. With golden feathers on top of his head. Yeah, yellow feathers on top. And it looks to be kind of a red robe type thing. <laughs> Let me ask you a question there, Kin Kinku. Hi! Hi! I I got nothing. Listen, could you just stop for a moment? Stop! Listen, 
I just want to know why someone's trying to frame you for stealing a waffle iron. Uh? Yeah, they saw you leaving the building. Mmm. Gotta be patrols around this way right now to arrest you. Its eyes get a little wide. And then somebody taps you on the shoulder, and you turn around, and it's a giant green lizard man. And he says, Hey, excuse me. I would like to get through here. Let's, excuse me. <laughs> I am trying to investigate a waffle iron, and I know it doesn't sound like much, but it's important to somebody, and there's nothing else to do in this gosh darn town while I'm waiting for a carriage. So you're just going to have to wait a minute. Ken pops in front of the big lizard guy, and the lizard guy goes, Let me in, Burbrain. And then Ken says, Silver! What? Silver! What? And he goes, I'm not giving you a silver. He goes, Yes, silver! What? Okay. And he goes, Oh, watch this, guys. He thinks he can stop me. And then he pushes Ken Kenku. And then Ken Kenku gets into like a karate stance. <laughs> and glowing energy starts coming from his hands. And it goes, Hey, okay! And the energy shoots out of Ken Kenku's hands. And hits the lizard guy. And he goes flying back like 10 feet. And everyone stops and goes, whoa. And then Ken Kenku gets back into his spot. I think he said the price was one silver and it was non-negotiable. One silver? I I would highly recommend you pay him a gold coin for his time and effort and not beating you up. A bunch of goblins come by and they're like, ah! <laughs> and they're all pointing at the lizard guy. And then they go, hey, did you hear? Oh, no way. Really? Huh. I, I, excuse me. I didn't hear. What did, what was are we supposed to hear? Oh, well, you know that new bakery in town? Echoes. Guess who stole the waffle iron? Echo. We're going to go arrest him now. And they all start walking. I turn to Ken Ken Q and say, listen, now's the time to come clean. Your friend's going to get arrested and probably take, get the rest of you kicked out of town. If you know anything about the waffle iron, I suggest you tell me. And if you can't say it in kind, succinct words, perhaps write it down real quick. He gets a sheet of paper and a pen and writes down, I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not take a waffle iron. None of my Kenku friends took a waffle iron. Echo would never take a waffle iron. All right. Next question would be, who would want you playing to be kicked out of town? He draws a head of a devil. All right, that's the small straight answer I've had out of Kinku all day. You have a good rest of your day. Hello, King! <laughs> and I'm going to go talk to the goblins that are arresting Echo. All right, you go up to the Echo's bakery, and the goblins all have Echo frozen and locked up. Again, like frozen in time, and they're all carrying him. There's like ten of them underneath this poor Echo, and they're carrying him, and they're all giggling and making jokes about how they have a new jailbird. Did you actually recover that waffle iron question you have in your possession? One of the goblins reaches in his pocket and holds it up. And he's got a waffle iron in his hand. Yep, got it right here. And how do you know that that is the magical waffle iron, just not any old random waffle iron? There is one of the goblins with the wand at its side. And it says, because I can see magical items. I got the magic eyeballs. Well, that's great news. I'm curious, did you happen to look for any kind of track or anything going into Echoes? Why would we? We know we got it. He took it. It's right there. I have heard that the devils are trying to uh, frame the Kinkus. Oh, everybody blames devils. Devils, devils, devils. Bad, bad, bad. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that that's the rumor going around town. I don't care about no rumors because we got the jailbird. 
they all give each other fives. It's like. You guys don't really care about law and procedure, do you? We are the law. We care about each other. <laughs> Very well. I, I'm going to go over to Echoes and do some real investigation while you walk around and be led around by your nose. Okay. And I'm going to go to Echoes, the, the bakery, and then I'm going to go look for signs of being broken into. Uh, go ahead and roll investigation. Yay. The barbarian detective. The barbarian detective. <laughs> well. Well. You do notice that there is a lockpick that is laying by the back door. Well, I'm mighty curious. And then I will look for tracks. Ooh, go ahead and roll. Investigation out again. Oh, well, that's a whopping eight. Mm, you're seeing tracks, but not anything that you can define. I will go in and I'll look for footprints around there. Do I see anything besides the kinku? Yeah, you do. You're seeing humanoid footprints. I mean, it could be tiefling, could be dwarves. Could be orcs, could be elves. Definitely humanoid, though. All right. I'll look around for something like maybe where the goblins came in and arrested him, found the, the waffle iron. Yeah, you see that the waffle iron appeared to have been just wrapped up in like a blanket because that's on the floor. Mm -hmm. So you're assuming that the waffle iron was wrapped in a blanket and put on a shelf. Now, that seems a little mighty peculiar. If I was going to steal something, I would just wouldn't wrap it up and place it on the shelf for some goblin patrol to walk by and accidentally find it. When you're kind of talking to yourself out loud again, you do notice you look out the front door of the bakery. Mm -hmm. And there is this red devilish guy kind of smiling and having a cigarette and peeking around Echoes. And then he sees you and is like, oh. And then he pretends like he's not interested anymore in Echoes. Hey, excuse me. Um, I'm curious. What does your group do for money? He just keeps walking. He's ignoring you. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Tiefling with the red, red skin. What do you want? Do you have a, a taste for, you know, cooking? Do you have a talent for it and an interest in it? Being a baker, maybe. I don't care about cooking. Okay, halfling. Why don't you just go to some restaurant and start cooking and leave me alone? Well, I was going to a restaurant, but then this perplexing mystery landed in my lap and decided that was more entertaining. Also, maybe you shouldn't have stolen from the uh, the DM's carriage service because it delayed it by a day and now I'm stuck here. <laughs> hey, we all gotta make money somehow. You cook, I have fun. Alright, so why are you having fun over here? I'm just walking by having a cigarette and he's walking faster and faster now. Why are you so nervous about me? I'm just a little halfling and it's harmless. I'm not nervous about you. I could take you out in two seconds, my friend. Blows smoke at you. His tail kind of whips at your face a bit. Well, it seems like you're running away to me. That's all I'm saying. He stops, turns, and puts his body right up against yours, like looking down at you, trying to intimidate you. And sure. he's going to roll intimidation. <laughs> he, he rolled a nat one. <laughs> when you laughed, I'm like, it's either a nat one or a nat 20, you know? So he turns and starts showing his chest to you and, like, getting right in your face. And you give him a look back, and he winces a little bit and then realizes that he just gave up the fact that he's a little nervous and starts walking off, like... I a... grab his tail. <laughs> Roll a dex. Well, that'd be a 19. 19? Oh, you get it. He stops. <gasps> he pulls his sword on you. Now, listen, before I get my fry pan, beat you six ways to Sunday, how about we have a civil conversation? You pulled my tail. 
I didn't pull your tail. I grabbed it and I still have a hold of it and I will use it to drag you all over town if I have to. You're dead and uh, roll your initiative. <laughs> you roll a one. Yeah, I did. All right. Well, well guess I... who's going first? He's taking a swing at you. Oh, he horribly misses. Your turn. I would like to bonus action rage. Okay. And I will take out my frying pan and this will all be subdual damage. And I'm just going to start walloping on him. Does a 26 hit. A 26 does hit. That's 14 points of damage. So <laughs> he thrusts in, totally misses you and overextends himself. So his head's right next to your frying pan and you just go right on the back of the head and he is out cold on the concrete. Well, that's a bit embarrassing. I'm gonna grab him by the tail and drag him back over to, I don't know where I'm gonna take I'm gonna grab <laughs> You are super far away from the Lawful Waffle House. <laughs> the gambling house is in the middle of town, the, the big coin one anyways. I mean, there's places all over the place. You can just go to an alley if you want to. I just drag him back into an alley, I don't Okay. Know. And I'll sit there and wait, pull out my pipe and sit there and smoke it a bit while waiting for him to come back around. You see goblins walking by and they are not noticing you. Just an FAI. All right. Okay, so he comes to. Uh, oh. In case you missed my name, it's James Cookie Burns, and I beat up this giant looking thing off a frying pan. FYI, it's part of a cooking competition. I was holding a cookie competition so I could find some people to, uh, you know, snack upon, and then, you know, and I beat it up. We stole its pet. Now, I'm telling you all this just because you might have heard news of it because I happened just a couple towns over recently. And I just wanted you to know that before the next time you try pulling your sword on me. I'm just trying to ask a couple questions about a stupid waffle iron. Roll your, uh, roll your intimidation. <laughs> Two, which means it's up. Roll again, because I rolled it. <laughs> I tied you. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. What'd you get? I got a four. A <laughs> four, I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's he, he's nervous. You got him worrying. So who is trying to blame these Kinku for stealing a waffle iron? I can't tell you, man. I can't tell you. Can you just tell me if somebody does in fact want the Kinku ran out of town? Yeah, yeah. Somebody does. But man, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll die. I'll die. This guy's like turning into a hot mess right now. You're really shocked because he's such an evil, freaky looking guy. And he's just gonna... turning into a goofy mess. So was it the dwarf that was trying to run these kinku out of town? Uh, yeah, there is a dwarf involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a dwarf involved. But was he the one? Was he mastermind of it? I mean, he hired us. He hired, did he, was he hired by somebody else? Not that I know of, no, no, okay, no. Okay, this we, dwarf, did he have some fancy jewelry on? Yes, yeah. Yeah, all right, all yeah. right, all right. He doesn't like other bakery shops to show up into town. Well, he hired your lot, you and yours, to run the Kinku out, and you guys dropped a lockpick, by the way. Dang it. All right, so other than Annette Filcicello. Oh, I like those three. Did you know they're part of a club? Other than the three of them trying to get these people ran out of town, somebody else was behind it, right? Because you wouldn't be so afraid of a lowly little dwarf that just likes to cook. I mean, that lawful dwarf does all sorts of things to people to make them go away. Would you say that he's uh, the stock of a greater evil? Probably. Very well. I'll go speak with the dwarf. 
Okay. Don't tell anybody about this. I gotta go. But you tell your boss that if to stay out of my way, and we'll be fine. All right, I'll tell Wincott that. Very well. I will go speak to Annette Puncacello. <laughs> oh, those three are really nice. Did you know they're in a club? Yes. Oh. <laughs> he takes off as fast as he possibly can when you let him go. I'm going back to the lawful waffle to speak to Annette. Okay. You know, you go speak to him. I'm curious. Why didn't you list my aid? Uh, well, well, what do you mean? Well, you asked me to go track down your waffle iron because it seemed like the guy patrol wasn't very interested. Yeah, they weren't going to help us. No, no. They weren't going to help you, but you knew where it was the whole time, so I don't know why you enlisted my aid to go run all over town. What do you mean? I, I didn't know where it was. What are you talking about? Well, I and found sweat out... Sweat rolls down his face. So I found out from a curious sort of group with horns, tails, and red skin that you hired them to steal your waffle iron, which, by the way, your place was not broken into as far as I can tell. So you let them in or allowed them to stay and take the waffle iron with them in the morning and have them go over and break into Echoes and place the waffle iron there in a very obvious location and then have the garbage patrol show up and uh, arrest the, the kinku and have them ran out of town over it. Why did you hire me? That, that is absurd. That is absurd. Why in the world would I do something like that? Why would anybody trust devils? You're, you're talking to the devils and you're trusting them? I can't believe this. Well, capitalism says that if you have a monopoly, you're, you stand to make a lot more money and they are compact competition. They make the same type of baked goods as at least a portion of your business. I, I think it's best that you just go about your way. We, we got our waffle iron back. I, uh, I am I'm just very, very disappointed in this cookie. I, I am just very disappointed. I, I'm done with you. I would like you to leave, please. I'll have to call the, the gobby guard. The gobby guard. I'll have to call the gobby guard. That's very well. I'll go speak to the authorities and let them sort this out. Boy, does he look nervous. <laughs> this old man's sweating like crazy. And his uh, kids are very confused, and they look very concerned, and you can almost tell that they, they know something's not right. I would not pick up your father's business practices if I was you. And I will go find the nearest gobby patrol. <laughs> as soon as you step out of the Lava Waffle House... There's a gobby picking his nose right next to the door. Good afternoon, officer. I do have a question for you. Yeah? I understand that there's a man, sometimes I refer to him as the Big J, if you know what I mean, and uh, he runs this town. How does one, uh, you know, maybe meet with his, you know, undersecretary? <laughs> you want to talk to the Big J? No, no, his undersecretary. I don't want to let the <laughs> undersecretary determine if this is worth the Big J's time. <laughs> you want to talk to the undersecretaries? Wait, what's a secretary? You know, the person that runs his business on his behalf when he's absent. Oh. Like, who's his right stock, man? Oh, uh, One-Eyed Jack. And where may I find One-Eyed Jack? Uh, what's it worth to you? And he's smiling and he's giving you the money sign with his hand. I would hate for you and yours to get terribly embarrassed when they find out that you got misled and arrested the wrong person for stealing the waffle iron. We got the right person. He had the waffle iron. Well, more accurately, it was placed there by the, the Devil's Night Patrol trying to embarrass, you know, the big man. And I'm sure he would really like to appreciate hearing that the, uh, the Gami Patrol was so easily led around and not enforcing his law, doing the work for others who are trying to usurp him, if you will. Roll persuasion. Hey! Oh, that's a 14. Nice. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Let's go. 
And he walked for a while. He's still picking his nose the entire time. I can't say that I blame him, though. Sometimes the boogers just get right up in there and you gotta unwedge him. Oh, the air is very dry around here, you know? I mean, it's just constant bugs. Crusty, crusty boogies, you know? Yeah, you know, it's the worst when they get attached to the nose hair and you pull it out and it's just... Ah, stinks for a bit. I hear you, I hear you. So you go to this very worn down building. Looks like it's abandoned. You go in, he puts in a little secret code on some type of stone. There's all these runes there. That leads you down into the underground. And you go to another door and he puts in a little secret code. And that opens up and you go to another underground area. And it just, it seems uh, very hard to keep track of. Sure, sure. The big stone door opens up and there is a desk and all sorts of loot and treasure around this goblin with one eye. He's got one eye heavily gouged out and he says Pix what in the world did you do he's like what Ugh, never mind why did you bring this person down well I'll speak on my behalf my name is James Cookie Burn and I'm I'm a little concerned that you know you are allowing money to be escaping out of your hands he says ah uh, money never escapes out of my hands well I mean but not allowing competition in. You're not allowing the cream of the crop to rise to rise. And then therefore, you're not getting as fine a product as you could be, which can be drawing more people in. And with more people, that means more business, which means more money and more business for everybody. Picks is picking his nose and he sits down. He's like, ah, oh, my head hurts. I, I, uh, I'm done with this. And then one eye Jack says, just get to your point. What are you talking about? Because we control... Everything, my friend. What? Did you control the fact that Echo got ran out of town? I did not. What do you mean by that? So the dwarf hired the Devil's Knights to go in and plant that waffle iron after he allowed the waffle iron to be freely taken from his establishment by them. Mmm. This is evidenced by the fact that there was no break-in at the dwarf's house at the waffle waffle, and the only break-in occurred at Echo's. I mean, sometimes things happen to people, unfortunately. Sure, but I'm just curious why you're allowing for somebody to be so devious and underhanded and not get a cut of the money, at the very least. And at the very most, not allow greater competition, which would allow for better food. I'm sure your boss likes some, you know, sweet treats from now and then. Wouldn't he like the competition to ensure that he was receiving the best sweet treats? Yeah, Annette has not really given us, um... A lot over all of these years. And one of the ways he's managed to do that is he's been uh, leading your guppy patrol around with false information. Oh, it's pretty easy. I mean, look at how dumb they are. And Pix is still picking his nose. And he, <laughs> he gets his finger so far up his nose. He jolts his head back. <laughs> he touched his brain a little bit. <laughs> I do believe he got to the third knuckle. <laughs> So, I will just state the facts that I know for certain. There was no break-in at the Lawful Walk. There was no sign of breaking in. Anyway, the night, the Devil's Night leader, that man, spent the night last night at the Lawful Walk. Was it Wincott? I believe that's his name. The I, one with the dog? Yes. Ah. And then, 
there was, in fact, a break-in evidenced by lockpicks at the at Echoes. Also, the hidden, the uh, waffle iron, which is supposed to be a prized magical device, was only hidden by a wrapped-up blanket and an open shelf in the back room, which would have been very easy to find if you had truly stolen something of that value. Wouldn't you think you would, like, at least hide it under the floorboards or something? So what you're telling me is if you help us out over the next few days, we might be able to incriminate that old man dwarf. Hmm. How can I trust you? Well, the only thing I'm asking for is the release of a, a kinku that was wrongfully arrested. All right. You're going to help us out over the next 24 hours or so, and you'll be on your way. And it sounds like we might have a free bird coming up here soon, okay? Well, really quick, and he pulls out a crystal ball. Sure. He says, take a look at this for a second. And it flashes. <laughs> and then you wake up. <laughs> and you're in a totally different area. And there are two halflings with you. And the halflings say, Hey, how you doing, Cookie? One of them's like, Hey, it's nice to meet you, nice to meet you. These two look a little shifty, okay? But one of them seems to be a fan of you. But they say, Hey, here's the deal. We're going to go around town. You're going to show us all this stuff. And we're going to get this all straightened out, okay? So, all right. Well, we can do that. So then what happens is that this group does take you around and you show them all the different things and they record everything. And a few days go by and come to find out they end up arresting the owner, Anent, of the Lawful Waffle House. And Jasper and his group take over the Lawful Waffle House. And the name changes to the Unlawful Waffle House. <laughs> and Echo gets his business back. A few days go by. And you are ready to get out of that town. And sure enough, you get into a carriage. And the carriage rider is called DM. And he says, well, I hope you enjoyed your stay. I can't say that it was entirely pleasant. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I got robbed. I noticed. The goblins were quick to help you, but I think they were slow to return your funds. Yeah, yeah, all those gobbies. Well, I tell you what, are you ready to head for the town of Bree? Yes. You ready for that cheese contest coming up? That sounds much delightful to whatever this mess was. I think you'll do well. Yes. Maybe we'll see you next year on uh, National Cheese Day. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. We love doing one shots and we'll try to get more. I feel like that rhymes. It did. I totally just winged that. Cookie definitely demands that you like and subscribe. That way you get all your alerts and uh, get those downloads in a timely manner. Cookie demands it. Do it I for the cookies. That's right. Like and subscribe. It's super sweet. Oh, oh dear. Uh, this is Rudolph. I, I, I hear that that like and subscribe just makes life so much easier. By golly, that story was fantastic. I really liked it. What did you think, Rudolph? What, what did you get here, Giovanni? <laughs> We're always together. It's the new life you have. I'm sorry. You just have to realize that. Hey, what's going on in here? They're making a lot of noise in there. Should we check it out? Um, I did not let that dang paladin in here. That paladin's way too annoying. Which one? The one that's going to kill you or the one that's a goody two-shoe? Um, well, you know, now that you bring that up, I think all paladins are kind of annoying, right? You you know that I am a paladin period these days, right? Oh, well... Yeah. Well, you you know, like the like the very churchy ones, the very holy, holy ones... So I do believe in following the god and their tenants. And I hear you've been stealing ships there, Giovanni. I, well, I'm born from a god, so you know I'm holy. Um, about that.
Anyway, hit like and subscribe. Maybe you'll find out what happens next time on Giovanni vs. Merc. And it is one of the only nice-looking buildings in this town so far that you can see. Well, golly gee, that's going to be on the recording. <laughs> who, who, which god would make? Which god do you think would make waffles? Say you got to talk like Giovanni, see, and then, then we all know that it's this goat thing that they talk like this. <laughs> What's well, a T-shirt? Well, it's a, sh a shirt in roughly the shape of a T. Oh. Fidgety thing. I'll just hit this a few more times and make a lot of noise. <laughs> I, I don't even know how Luca sounds anymore. He just sounds like me, I think. Do you have the time? I was recording. Do you have the time to, to listen, listen to me whine about everything and nothing all at once? The carriage rider says, oh, sorry, I got to turn off the radio. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha